If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Rest takes intention, but it yields absolutely unbelievable and worthwhile results. Just you wait and see. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. A few years ago, I sat down and really asked myself what success would look like to me. And the first that I had was having the luxury to not wake up to an alarm clock every day. I know it sounds silly when I say it, but I hate alarm clocks. Like I hate them. Whenever I have to set one, I wake up panicked a million times in the middle of the night to make sure it'll go off when it's supposed to. And so my dream was to live a life without alarm clocks and entrepreneurship has afforded me that. Now I laugh because my baby monitor and my child yelling, dad, dad, mama is what wakes me up, but it sure beats the annoying sounds of an iPhone alarm. Now, in all seriousness, when I think about the freedom and flexibility that entrepreneurship allows in our day-to-day life, it's kind of hard to imagine ever going back to a regular office job or working for someone else. We create our daily schedule and choose when to log on and log off. And while there's certainly been really busy seasons where my phone and my computer are basically attached to my fingertips, there's also been this natural ebb and flow that I've learned to lean into, a slowing down during the quiet seasons and a yearning to every once in a while just log off and hang out with my family on a random afternoon. My team laughs, but these days in Slack, I'll say, Hurricane Coco is heading over with his smiley face and they know that I'm going to be tied up for a little bit. That level of flexibility is such a blessing given what we've all been through over the past year. But as beautiful as the freedom is, there's almost always just as much pressure that comes with it. See, I totally get the security and feeling of safety of being someone's employee. Employees often and hopefully have built-in vacation and sick time off, paid paternal leaves, and when you clock out, the business doesn't stop operating and you don't stop getting paid. For entrepreneurs, though, there is no time off that won't potentially impact the business or bottom line, especially for those in service-based industries, but really all kinds of business owners likely know what I mean. 
Taking a two-week vacation or a traditional maternity leave or a resting sabbatical looks a lot different when you're the boss in charge of keeping things moving, growing, and bringing in profits, and even more so when it's your name, voice, or face behind the brand. For years and years, I never took time off. Like my computer traveled with me. I had zero boundaries. My clients would text me all hours of all days, and I was always available. Now, over time, my boundaries have strengthened immensely and my conviction to keep them has been respected. I used to believe the lie that I wasn't capable of resting. Like I just told myself, my brain won't shut off. But here's the thing. I never actually gave myself a chance to let it or to learn how to do it in the first place. Yet I can personally say that taking time off in my business has been consistently one of the greatest ways to recharge and reconnect with my mission as a business owner. Now, even though I certainly don't take vacations and sabbaticals in order to work, there's something about stepping away from the day-to-day operations of running a business that always allows me to dream a little bigger, to get a clear view of where we're headed, and unintentionally come up with some of my best ideas, which is crazy, right? Now, you might not be surprised, though, to hear that Inc.com says that most business owners give themselves only about a week of vacation per year, if that, like one week. When I hear that stat, too, now this might be a total generalization, but I feel like the people that only take a week off, they're probably pressured to by family to take that week and do it to appease the people in their lives that crave them to disconnect and be unplugged for a little bit. But just one week a year, isn't that wild? And most don't really consider whether this is enough or not enough, likely because they feel such pressure and strain when they take that week off. And yeah, they probably feel a little bit of guilt too, just to jump back in and then get back to work ASAP to get back and caught up. One week feels like a tremendous amount of time to step away from the thing you've worked so hard to build. But guess what this suggested amount of time off for business owners actually is? It's four weeks per year, ideally one week per quarter. I mean, how many business owners do you know that currently take a full month of vacation each and every year? Or maybe the question should be, how many business owners do you know who currently know how to take a full month of vacation a year? And that's not even accounting for things like mental health days, sick days, emergencies, or maternity or paternity leaves. We're talking four weeks of pure blissed out vacation. That's a recommendation. How in the world can you actually make that happen without things crumbling while you're sipping pina coladas on the beach or at home working on yard projects or while you check yourself into a local hotel and order room service for every meal, which is my current preferred method of vacationing? Let's talk about how to strategically take time off in a way that preserves your well-being and your business and just as major why it's important and what it can mean for you and your growth. About five years ago, I was speaking at an intimate conference, and as a speaker, I always love to listen to the other speakers. And my friend Shanna Skidmore, who's brilliant with finances, was talking about how we rarely quantify what it would actually take to live out our version of success. Now, I shared that one of the ways I measure success is not needing an alarm clock, but five years ago, I remember sitting, listening to Shanna, and writing down this vision of traveling for one month out of the year. Now, at the time, I pictured a future version of me with kiddos in tow, spending a month in Paris or Italy and letting them see the world. But then I paused. Like, why do I want to wait until I had kids to live out that vision? What would it take to actually live somewhere else for a month? Was it possible? 
Well, good thing I didn't wait until we had cocoa because that took us three years. But after that retreat, I went home and shared this idea with Drew and we literally costed it out to see if it was something that we could swing. The next year, Drew left his nine to five job, launched his own business, and we spent a month on Maui staying in a studio apartment that we rented. That trip changed a lot for us. And I can confidently look back and see how taking action on that dream was a transformative experience in our lives. It's now become a habit, something that I actually crave every year. And that time away has been powerful in my life in so many ways, breaking away from the hustle culture and living out my values of being present with my family. So while we talk about this notion of taking time away or traveling for weeks on end, know that I understand it's a privilege, but it can also be a reality if you take the time to understand how it could work for you and what you need to save and what it could look like if you really did it. So if you're not quite convinced you need at least four weeks of time away from work a year, let's first dig into why unplugging is so needed. Like I said, when I take time away from my business to recharge, it's often unintentionally that then I come up with my best ideas. But it's not just me who experiences this creative and energetic boost. In fact, I know of several entrepreneurs and business owners who plan a week away every three months or so to hit that four-week vacation marker each year, and they actually use it as a strategic pause in their business in order to dream and evaluate and revisit their vision. Now, that doesn't mean you need to spend your entire vacation time head down with a notebook and planner in brainstorm sessions, but often the freedom to do what you want with your days when you want, whether it's rest or journal or nap or lounge around or read or just be, it gives your brain this space and this break to think outside of the nitty gritty daily responsibility of running a business. And it allows you to visualize bigger and longer term ahead. Like there's something super special about letting your team know that you're out of the office and setting up an autoresponder that gives you a different kind of rest that can free up mental space, the mental space that's necessary for you to determine what's next. Beyond the mental boosts of resting, the physical act of rest is so different than the pace and structure that so many entrepreneurs are used to running at. Like entrepreneurs generally have high cortisol, that's the stress hormone, due to this lack of us being able to shut down and because we're always and generally striving for more. Like early mornings and late nights and a million tabs open and a hundred Slack channels and emails to respond to have become the norm in the land of entrepreneurship. And so stepping away from all of that gives you this really beautiful opportunity to actually check in with how you're doing, what your physical body feels like where your mental health is at, where you need better boundaries and support. And just taking that pause allows you to get quiet enough to ask yourself all of those questions. Like there's not enough credit given for simply pausing. One of the greatest lessons I learned in 2020 is that rest is an active choice. It's this action. As someone who tends to always be in motion, who loves efficiency, I struggled to see rest as an option, but it's an action and something you can choose and be proud of. As a society, we often commend the hustlers and the go-getters, but stopping and stepping back and resting often as a practice, I believe allows for even more growth and brilliant ideas and even just better overall health, which is amazing for your business in the long run too. Plus, as a business owner, stepping away allows your team the opportunity to step up and flourish. 
If you have a team, listen up. This is one of the equally hardest and most rewarding parts of running a team, trusting what you've built over to the hands of others. And by truly releasing some of that control and regularly allowing your team to perform in their genius zones without you around, you might just realize how little you are actually needed to be in the operations and the day-to-dayness of your business, which can be a major realization for stepping into more of the visionary and the dreamer and the leadership role. Earlier this year, we took almost two months off as a family. And man, did I get to see my team shine. I would check in every so often to be available for my team, but giving them the ownership and the autonomy to make decisions was so freeing for all of us. In fact, we just tweaked my autoresponder and left it up because the notion of saying, I'm sorry, I'm not super available right now has felt like a super good boundary to keep in place. So now that you know why pausing and taking time off is so vital, let's talk about the how. Like, how can you actually step away from work, whether it's a week for vacation or two or three months of maternity leave, without it hurting your business? Especially if you're a solopreneur or you don't have all of the systems in place yet, how can you keep things running without you? So first, be sure you plan the dates in advance and as strategically as you possibly can. Literally blackout dates on the calendar, zero wiggle room. Do not let anything sneak into them. Whether it's a week or four, set that boundary early so that you are fully freed up without the burden of obligations during the time you set aside to rest. The once a quarter vacation model is so brilliant because many businesses generally have quarterly check-ins and evaluations anyways. So taking time off right after that check-in can be a super good way to reset before diving into a new quarter and new goals. If once every three months just doesn't work for you personally, or you're concerned about your business slowing down four times a year, look at your schedule where natural breaks happen or when business tends to be less hectic and plan your time away around that so that you can coast and you're not feeling like you're missing a peak time for your offer. Maybe it's taking two weeks off of the holidays and then another two weeks off right before a busy summer season. Or maybe it's one full month off during a time when you know it's generally slower and crickets and way quieter than the other 11 months of the year. Every single business has natural ebbs and flows. So use some data from the last 365 days if you're not sure when the best time is for you. For me personally, I used to miss things like the 4th of July with my family because of my business, which is silly, but now I realize that if I'm out at the lake with my family, a good majority of my followers and clients are likely busy in doing much of the same, so they're not going to be missing or needing me at that time. We also like to look at the annual calendar at a glance so that we protect the time we want to take off. You can plan big promotions, projects, or launches right before or after your time away to ease your worries around the financial ramifications of taking time off. I generally like to do a bigger launch right before an extended time away because it sends me off feeling like I just accomplished something really important and I won't be thinking about an upcoming launch the whole time I'm away if I were to save it till afterwards. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs, 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. Second, work ahead on creating your content in advance. Would it shock you if I told you that we're actually outlining and prepping this episode of the podcast back in November? Yes, we were working on this specific episode way back at the end of 2020 because over here, we love to prepare in advance. And it helped that one of my team members was prepping for her own maternity leave. So we were really on our work ahead game. Like I love working ahead. Now I know it sounds a little crazy, but the truth is my team operates super well with systems and we love structure. And so we enjoy planning ahead because it allows for us to prepare well and rest more. So if you create any sort of content on a consistent basis, whether it's for your email list, a blog, social media, a podcast, or YouTube, you can likely plan what would be required to create in advance before you log off to stay consistent even while you're away. Take the time to map out your weekly workflow if you never have and jot down your content publishing schedule and see if there's a way for you to prep in advance. We are so consistent with our content schedule and our creation processes to become this natural part of our team culture. In general, we live by the motto, stressed work is never our best work. We love to be ahead as much as possible on all of our content where it makes sense, aka things that could be more evergreen or timeless content that don't have a super timely element. 
So when I took my maternity leave with Coco, we batched three months of content. I'm talking email, blog, podcast, social in advance so that I could transition into motherhood without the stress of work. And since that amazing feat of preparing that way, we've continued a lot of our work like that. Now, as we're preparing for another maternity leave at the end of this year, we're really embracing what we did last time because it gave me such peace to know that I didn't have to work. I could work if I wanted to, and and it turns out that I did want to work a little bit, but it's so freeing to be able to know here's exactly what we need to get done in order to free us up. And then here are some projects my team can be working on while I'm away in this new journey of motherhood as a mom of two. So if you are planning time off, take a look at what your needs are in terms of keeping up with your content flow. If that's something you want to have running while you rest, there have been many, many times where I've taken a few weeks off and my audience didn't even know it because my content schedule remained the same. Like I bet you didn't even realize we took two months off at the beginning of this year. We didn't really announce it. We didn't really share it. We kept that time really private and family time, but the way that we created our content allowed for us to do that and not worry about it. Now, on the other hand, if you're just like, wait, I just want to pause all the things you absolutely can. But I'll tell you this, if it's at all possible, I'd recommend keeping to your regular schedule and just prepping everything in advance. There's so much to be said about consistently showing up and so many platforms can automate that for you. As an aside, preparing like this might also reveal a new way of working for you, like batching a few blog posts or emails at one time. This is the way that we prefer to work because you can get so much more done in one or two sittings, and there's nothing like a good vacation or time way to help reveal some new working styles that might actually suit you better. The third way to prep for time off automate anything and everything that you can. Since I just referenced it, let's talk about what automation looks like. I always think of that crockpot infomercial, the one that's like, set it and forget it. And there are so many ways that you can do that in business these days, which I think is just so exciting and refreshing. Automate as much as you possibly can, whether it's social media posts, blog publishing, podcast episodes, anything that you can set and forget while you're away will be a total godsend. Like, trust me on this one. Nowadays, you can pre-schedule practically all of your content and it is literally the best thing ever. Vacation or not, automation just makes life less complicated and that is plain and simple. So make sure too that you set up an autoresponder for your email and you don't just want to say like, I'm going to be gone and here's the dates I'll be back. If you can answer your most frequently asked questions so that you're not feeling pulled to your inbox constantly while you're away. This is key whether you've gone a few days or a month or longer because there's nothing like getting a zillion email pings with questions and inquiries that pull you away from the presence of being present while away. Here's a little snippet from our current autoresponder, the one that I had up for vacation and then ended up kind of leaving up for permanence because it's kind of true in this season of life. So in my autoresponder, I say, I've been super focused on taking more downtime to rest, rejuvenate, and dream up my next ideas. Your email happened to land on my inbox while I'm taking some time away. Really, this is just a fancy way of saying I'm intentionally out of the inbox for a little bit to breathe and snuggle my toddler and read books. While you're here, though, I feel like I need to impart this little life lesson life taught me to you. Sometimes I can't kick the educator in me. The truth is I used to never take time off. I was hyper-connected. I tricked myself into believing that boundaries are for weak people, whatever that means. I thought that I was the kind of person who could face the hardship of stress and exhaustion without having to do anything about it. 
every time that small voice inside of me asked me to take a break, I would tell myself that it was just the temptation to give up, that it was a voice of pessimism. And I was an optimist, an overcomer. Stopping, turning back, slowing down, saying no, I wanted those options out of my playbook. I had erased and redrawn the boundary line so many times that all I could see were eraser smudges. It was boundaries that actually saved me. Taking time away has been one of the secrets to my success. So if you're here because you're curious how I do what I do, I've got a hell of a great team. You'll likely hear from them soon. And I've learned to set boundaries, not to keep people or ideas out, but to invite life in a fully lived, fully enjoyed life. Don't worry. We've got you. Rest assured that your message arrived safe and sound in my inbox. My team is working hard to take care of each and every request. But if you're waiting on me, just know there will be a delay while I unplug, recharge, and do just about anything to make my little girl giggle, which really isn't much because she giggles a lot. So then I go on to answer all of the frequently asked questions. And I know that's a little intense for an autoresponder. But the truth is, is that the more that I instill boundaries, the more that people respect them. And my inbox can be a big place where I get stressed. Like when I see emails sitting there and I need to respond or I'm not sure about my answer, I'm not sure if I'm available or whatever, that can be a huge stressor for me. And so just sharing like, hey, I'm actually taking a lot of time out of the inbox. So if you need a response, you can get one from my team, but it might take a while to hear back from me, especially in these early months of pregnancy when I haven't been feeling really well. It's been a really great time saver and people really respect it. So if you do something like that, be sure that your autoresponder lets people know when you'll be back. And if you feel the need to include a person or a way for them to get in touch in case of an emergency. And spoiler alert, in my decade of entrepreneurship, there are rarely true emergencies. Like I can't even really think of one. So after you automate and get up a killer autoresponder, the next step is to lean on or bring on support if you are able to. Now, I never, ever want my clients to feel like I've just up and left them. Client experience is so, so important. I talk about it on this show a ton. Having a support person to just skim my inbox and make sure nothing is needing my attention helps for me to relax and not feel like I need to check in while ensuring my customers and clients are getting responses and still being served even while I'm away. If you're a solopreneur, bringing in someone temporarily while you're out is likely better than having no one there and feeling like you still need to be kept in the loop and responding to every this and that message that comes through. Think about it like this. Rather than fully taking time off and pausing your income, having a support person that you pay, let's say $20 an hour, will allow some parts of your business to continue operating and bringing in money. So even though you're paying someone, you'd be making more than if you were to completely close up shop for a week or two or a month. So think about that thoughtfully and also just think about the stress and the freedom that hiring that extra help, even if it's just for your time away, could give you. I think that in and of itself is priceless. Finally, protect your time off fiercely. And I do mean fiercely. The whole point in stepping away is to actually step away. Do everything in your power to preserve this time off. And that begins with clear communication. If you need to communicate with your clients, with your team, with your family, or whomever you need to tell, give them a good heads up about your time away and then a gentle reminder prior to your time off. When you can communicate and set those expectations in advance, people tend to respect your time away and generally don't try to interrupt it because they had their chance prior to your vacation to get exactly what they need. Another way to protect this time is by creating accountability with what you want your time off to look like and setting boundaries. Is it totally the type three Enneagram to discuss boundaries around rest? 
It totally is. It totally is. But let's be real. Entrepreneurs need this kind of boundary and they need people to help them stick to it or else we'd all be married to our iPhones and Slack inboxes. So I always tell Drew my intentions around vacations or even just shorter time away, even if it's a weekend where I want to fully leave work behind. I'll tell him something like, hey, I want to leave my computer in the other room or I want to have my phone live in the drawer for the next 24 hours so that if I'm not following my own intentions, he can gently nudge me very kindly, gently. And it's really important to really think about what you want your time off to look like and to ask for the help and support to make that happen. So I'm always really clear with my team. Like, here's when I'm going to be checking in. Here's what you can text me for if you need an answer quickly. Here's how I would love to be communicated with. And it really helps set those expectations so that no one's guessing what it's going to look like. Now, I know a lot of this is easier said than done. You might be like, vacation four times a year? Yeah, right. And I get it. Like, I used to think it was ridiculous too. But after practicing and pushing myself to step away intentionally and on a regular basis, I've watched as my family has grown stronger, my business has grown bigger, and my own health, well-being, and personal development have truly flourished. As a leader, this also gives my team permission to unplug and it's become a part of our culture. Today, one of my team members was like, hey, if I get all my work done by Wednesday, can I take Thursday and Friday off? I've been so busy. I just need some time to just be. And I was like, absolutely. I fully support that. And so when we as leaders can create this culture that invites in rest and structure and boundaries, it can be such a beautiful thing for your team and for the culture of your company. Now, remember, rest takes a lot of work. So if you're used to going full speed ahead, then taking time to rest might feel super unnatural and even wrong in some ways. So give yourself a little time and grace to adjust to a life away from your business and allow yourself to feel all the feelings. Like, trust me, you'll want to believe that you're a superhuman who never needs a break until about day three, when you realize how nice it is to have just this little breather and a little time away. Rest takes intention, but it yields absolutely unbelievable and worthwhile results. Just you wait and see. I sincerely hope this episode inspires you to unplug a little bit more, whether it's just for a day or two, or if you're able to instill this idea of four vacation weeks a year. Start small and work big as with everything. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I am so, so grateful to be in your ears today. Till next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. 
We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top notch. Article's online only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.